Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto featuring professional golfer Josh McCarthy. Josh, welcome man. Dylan, thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. You know, just met you over at, you know, the Bakersfield Open. Um, you know, just watch you as you were at your, you know, at your years at Pepperdine. So um, really great to get you on here, man. Um, how have you been lately? Been well, been yeah. well. So chasing the dream man. getting to play golf every single day. There you uh, go. Always trying to just better myself. You know, that's all I, uh, that's all I can ask for getting to play golf every day. Absolutely, man. There you go. There you go. Well, we'll get straight into the questions, man. Where are you from and how'd you get to the game of golf? Yeah, so I'm from uh, Danville, California. Mm-hmm. Um, so always, uh, always, uh, always been from the Bay Area. And, yeah. Uh, but my dad got me into the game. He uh, probably when I was about six or seven, you know, he's taking me to the range. And um, I remember I played my first tournament. I think maybe at seven. It was mm-hmm. like a little U.S. Kids tournament. And uh, I don't know. He he said I had some natural talent, but I think the reason I was playing golf was, uh, you know, I wasn't, you know, as you know, physical and, you know, the other sports that they put me in. So like <laughs> Absolutely. Ball and, uh, you know, golf, I could just, you know, you know, you don't have to really hit anybody or, um, you know, not anything like that. So yeah. from, yeah, so it started out, uh, I kind of had a, you know, natural liking for golf and, um, but yeah, it was my dad who got me into it. Awesome, man. You know, is your dad, you know, is he a lefty as well? I know you're a lefty golfer. Um, you no, know, you, yeah, he's, he's right-handed. He's right-handed. Okay, interesting. So did you you do everything left-handed? Uh, no, so I'm, I'm right-handed in everything except golf and, I guess, hitting a baseball. Okay, gotcha. Uh, it's right, I throw right, so everything's right. All right, gotcha, man, yeah. gotcha. Interesting, interesting stuff, man. Um, you know, I've had, you know, good amount of guys, you know, from the Bay Area, Danville area. Um, so, you know, it's really cool to kind of add you to them. Um, but, uh, where, you know, where'd you go to high school? Maybe talk about your high school career a little bit, maybe your junior career and uh, maybe some tournaments that you played in. Yeah. So, um, went to De La Salle high school. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we, had, uh, we had a good golf team, uh, all my four years, we made it to state, uh, twice with the team. And then, um, I think I made it one more time individually, you know, De La Salle is always known for it's football programs. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the kind of the discipline and the expectation to be great, you know, kind of came over into the golf program as well. So gotcha. um, there's, de- there's definitely an expectation to perform. I think we were probably one of the only golf teams working out uh, <laughs> in remember, high school. I remember, yeah. I remember carpooling like at five 30 in the morning oh to go God. work out for, you know, for high school golf, you know, and I thinking like, Oh, that's probably not, not, not too ordinary. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, That's got to be the first one I've ever heard workouts for high school golf that early. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah. So uh, I think through that, you know, I started, I had some good um, mentors there and, you know, helped me, you know, starting to get recruited at that point. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, from, from De La Salle and then, and then, and then the Pepperdine. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And I mean, you have, you know, you've played in a lot of different kind of organizations. I know the JTNC stuff up in the Bay Area. You also played AJGAs. Right. Um, just kind of talk about those organizations that you played for a little bit. You know, what were your experiences like playing in those? And how do you feel like they kind of developed you as a player? Yeah, so, um, yeah, so NCGA Junior Tour, great, yeah. great players coming up with me. 
Um, I know Bryson DeChambeau, I remember seeing him all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, we had, you know, you know, just the amount of talent was, I remember Andrew Bonner was really dominant during mm-hmm. that time. Uh, he was one guy that, you know, that really stuck, you know, that really stuck out to me. Um, so NCJ junior tour, JJ and C was big. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. That was coming up and then, uh, um, had some success in those events and went on to play HHGA. Um, I want to say I won an HHGA, like an open event, my freshman and freshman year in high school. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, cause up to, up to that point, I wasn't really, and I didn't really know if I was going to be any good or about gotcha. watching the game. So I won that event and that was, you know, that, that kind of, got me in the door okay i can i can play i can you know all of a sudden these national tournaments start opening up and i was off to the off and running absolutely well i mean i i have just some stats here you know you won your ajj junior all-star 2013 uh, you know 2013 jgnc player of the year um first place finishes at the 2015 ajj junior at spanish park 2015 norcal junior players championship um, I mean, and I mean, you have so many, you know, first place finishes in your junior career. And like you said, after that first one, it kind of puts you on the map. Um, I mean, you just, it, it's insane. You know, the amount, the amount of wins that you had at the high level in these tournaments. I mean, that's just, that's huge. I mean, that's like what every junior golfer, you know, dreams of is having these high finishes, especially at the tournaments you're playing in. Um, I mean, just, I mean, tons of top tens and in invitational tournaments. I mean, it's just like, playing in these high level amateur events is just kind of the way to go. It seems like, um, you know, was that kind of something you found and you were like, okay, if I want to go play at, at, you know, big school, I want to play in these high level events, or was it just like, you know, you just wanted to get into these tournaments and play, you know, with your buddies and stuff. No, for sure. I think, um, I think that was probably the best thing I did that, you know, prepared me for college was playing in these AJGA invitationals and you're going over and playing golf in Florida and Bermuda grass and you're playing over in, North Carolina and, you know, different types of conditions and different greens. And, um, you know, that's something that that's college golf, right. You're traveling around. And I think, um, yeah, I think that was an advantage for me opposed to some other people who just chose to stay local in junior golf. I, I know, um, a lot of success stories though, from guys that absolutely hear stories, like maybe they played like one junior am, but everything else they just stayed in their area and they got recruited to great schools, um, as well. So I, I've heard that working for other people. And, um, but for me, I think definitely I, that was something that I, uh, really took advantage from, from the AJGA, getting the, you know, getting the, getting out and playing, you know, high, comp- you know, high level competition on a bunch of different courses across the U S. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, and like you said, I mean, you know, you could play in, you know, your local events and, you know, have some good finishes at some other terms, still get recruiting, you know, wherever the good golf is, they'll come and find you. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really great that you're able to kind of experience traveling and seeing how your game traveled, because, you know, when you want to play in college, you want to play in college, that's kind of exactly what it's like. Um, and it's great that in high school, you're already doing workouts at, you know, 6am, you're driving 530 in the morning to go to workouts. I mean, that's also what college golf brings too. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think yeah, I got a taste of it, you know, coming up through junior golf and high school golf. So definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, I think just to, and then to speak on, you know, kind of circle back and speak on, you know, some of the other junior tournaments I played just, mm-hmm. you know, I, uh, my goal was always to play in college golf and, yeah. uh, you know, I, I had some, I had some good mentors um, for mm-hmm. my junior career that, you know, live nearby and a couple of guys I could play with. Yeah. Uh, you know, Justin Pagillo was a guy that I think of coming up and okay, yeah. You now he uh he ended up 
you know, not, not pursuing a career in golf, but like, yeah. you know, coming up, you know, 14, 15 year old kid. I'm like, this guy's, you know, he's going to practice with them and, you know, I could go out and, you know, I, I worked hard on my game and, uh, you know, so I got some results to, to pay off. So yeah, I'm yeah. proud of my senior career. I mean, looking back though, it's funny, like, you know, like you, you, know, you had some of those, uh, stats, you know, you showed me some of those stats and, um, you know, some of the tournaments I remember vividly, but there's other tournaments you don't even remember. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like oh man, I, you know, I didn't, I, you know, you forget, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's great that, you know, you're able to have somebody growing up playing golf with, because I mean, that's great. You're able to go out to the course, kind of play with them every day and you both work on your games. You know, I know, you know, he didn't, when you know, pursue, pursue, you know, golf as much as you did, but, um, and then, yeah, I mean, the junior tournaments, I mean, that's funny that, you know, you just, I mean, I know it was a long, I mean, it's a while ago. I mean, we're talking, you know, 2013, 2014, 2015 here. Um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, it's just, and that kind of what boosted you to kind of get to where you ended up, like you said, at Pepperdine. Um, you know, I'm really curious about how your recruiting process went, you know, what was it like, um, you know, just kind of, you know, talking to schools, what schools were you interested and, in, you know, how'd you go about that process? Yeah. So, um, going in, I, I had a sense that I wanted to stay on the West coast. Okay. Uh, just, it was familiar to me. And, um, yeah, I mean, I looked at a lot of different schools, looked at, uh, Stanford, I looked at UCLA, Oregon state, mm-hmm. uh, St. Mary's was, um, St. Mary's college is probably 20 minutes from my house. So I was gotcha. looking at, uh, St. Mary's and, uh, looked at UC Davis. Um, I took a trip down to ASU, uh, um, but a bunch of different schools. So yeah, you're uh, definitely on the West coast. Yeah. I, and I don't know if all those schools would offer it or not, but I, I definitely, you know, definitely was there looking at the campus. So uh, absolutely, that, uh, it was a cool experience. And, uh, um, it's funny looking back because, um, just, you know, I'm, you know, 16, 17 years old and mm-hmm. you know, I was dumb kid. And, you know, you, <laughs> hardly, you hardly know what you want at that age. Right. You know, right. Like, I feel like my perspective now has, has changed quite a bit. Uh, but, but I, I do think that I, I made the right choice in picking Pepperdine. I, you know, I was, uh, you know, I was really happy with uh, my five years. I was there for five years. So I, was, yeah. I love my, and uh, I'm glad I managed to make a, a good choice. But, you know, back then I, I laughed because some of the things that I thought I wanted, I, you know, I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's, and it's great because I mean, you committed, you know, you committed to Pepperdine and stuff. And then, you know, you actually played in a U.S. junior AM um, that had, you know, Sahith was actually playing in whenever yeah. you were there. Um, you know, at that point, when you're playing that U.S. junior AM, were you committed to Pepperdine already? Or had you known that Sahith was going to be going there? I mean, what what was that kind of like a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So I think, yeah, that's right. I think I, I knew he was going there and um, yeah, I hadn't committed yet. And I, I think um, I, I didn't really know him all that well. Okay. Um, I, uh, I, I, I known him from um, like some of the junior world stuff he had done, you know, he had a great record at an early age already. Yeah. Uh, and um, so I, you know, I'd, I'd say hi to him. I didn't know him that well, but I, you know, I certainly respect his game. I knew he had a lot of, you know, a lot of talent and I, uh, coach beer was telling me he, uh, he was coming to Pepperdine and he like, wouldn't like practice that much or something uh-huh. like in golf and, I remember uh, uh, Coach Beard at Pepperdine telling me, like, hey, like, watch, watch out for this guy. Like, we get him to college, we're going to get him working. Like, this guy had so much, like, talent. And, 
um, he's already this good. So made a big, big deal in my decision too. Gotcha. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's really cool to kind of see how you play with these guys, you know, in junior college and in tournaments and stuff. And then, you know, some of them end up being on your team. Some of them end up, you know, you're playing against. And then next thing you know, these guys are on tour, um, you know, in that same tournament, there was guys like Will Zell, Torres, Cameron Young, um, you know, a ton of guys that are on tour nowadays. And, yeah. um, you know, it's just really cool to kind of see how, you know, I'm sure it's really cool for you to see how you all play, you know, growing up junior golf and stuff. And then you go out and play in these AJGAs and you're, you know, you're competing against them. And now you're in college, um, you know, you're playing at Pepperdine. Um, you know, why did you pick Pepperdine? Was there something about the program that you really liked? Was it the area? I mean, what stuck out to you about Pepperdine? Yeah, well, they can't beat the area. <laughs> went on a campus store and probably a couple of stores and, uh, you know, it's hard to, hard to beat, you know, and, uh, but I knew I wanted a, at the time I thought I wanted a smaller school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was important to me. Um, I liked that it was a Christian school. That was something that was important uh, values to me. And, uh, but I, I really thought coach Beard would, would, you know, would really help me get my game, you know, on track to, you know, pursue a career in golf. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and it was a good decision. He, he really helped me. And, um, but I could see the kind of the vision that coach Beard was setting up and, uh, I think at the time Pepperdine was probably maybe a hundred. I think we were over a hundred back then. Uh-huh. And, yeah. Uh, you know, Beard's laying this vision out to me. I'm like, okay, I bought, I bought in, and you know, he had some good recruits lined up, and um, saw it being one of them, and like, okay, I could see this, you know, this 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 coming together. I think we could have a really good team, and um, I mean, being able to play at you know some of the best courses around LA that was that was a big plus. And Coach Beard also seemed just like a great, just a great role model and a great person as well. So all, all that kind of factored in, um, you know, it definitely helped me make my decision. Absolutely. When, and like you said early on, you know, I'm sure, you know, it paid off. I mean, you had a great five years at Pepperdine. Um, you know, you had a lot of teammates come through that were really good players as well. You guys did a lot of huge things. Um, you know, what in your eyes, what was it like? you know, being at Pepperdine, playing at, you know, this program that, you know, wasn't so good maybe when you first got in there, but to where you ended up, I mean, at, you know, the highest of, you know, probably Pepperdine's, you know, just entirety of the program. Um, you know, what was it like that first year at Pepperdine? Just kind of talk about that transition to, you know, college life and college golf a little bit. Yeah. So coming in, um, we, we had a lot of good guys on the team, but, it's crazy to see over the five years how the culture has to- totally shifted. Right. Remember, there was one course we played, um, Satakoy Country Club, uh-huh. and uh, coming in, it, you know, the, the the mindset was always, "Hey, if you know if you break eighty out here, you know, it's it's a good day. You're making up ground." Gotcha. And, uh, you know, like I laugh as I think about it now because the I remember we had one, you know, one day my uh, my fifth year, we had ten guys on the team, and not a single guy was over par. So. <laughs> Wow. Uh, you know, like the, you know, the culture and like just, you know, the mindset is totally, you know, was yeah. transformed through the five years that I was there. Um, and, but, but, you know, coming in, I think uh, I, um, I was able to, to start right away, which, mm-hmm. which was, um, that was something that I, I thought might be a possibility. So um, got a lot of playing time early. And uh, frankly, I, I don't know if that would have been a, the case at a lot of other schools, at least gotcha. early on. 
Right. Yeah. And I mean, that's ultimately what you want. I mean, you want to go to a program where you can play and, um, you know, you went to Pepperdine because you wanted to be a better player and, you know, prepare you for as much as you could for, you know, professional golf. Um, yeah, I mean, man, Pepperdine is definitely, you know, one of the more, more well-known programs nowadays. Um, I know back then it was still, you know, I've always, I know I've always wanted to go to Pepperdine. I know that place always seemed like an, um, you know, just amazing place to go to school and play but, golf yeah. at. But, um, I mean, over your five seasons at Pepperdine, you had a scoring average of 71.91 at Pepperdine, appeared in 53 tournaments, 160 rounds, third for the all-time, um, you know, on the careers list, ranked fourth in below par rounds, 64 of them, um, you know, fourth in top 20 finishes, you had 33 of them. I mean, just insane here. I mean, you were the only, and you're, you became the third, you know, Pepperdine wave to ever play in three national championships. Um, I mean, you accomplished a lot at your time at Pepperdine. Um, you know, how would you compare just year to year as they went on? You know, what was it like playing with just the guys on the team and just everybody just getting better and better and better? Yeah, well, well thank you for all those, those stats. You, you go five years, you can rack up some some pretty good. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. You know, it did help. Uh, no, but just, yeah, year to year, um, you know, just – I think it kind of the program kind of built on itself where, you know, it was, you know, okay, we won, I think my first year out, we, we, we didn't win conference. And then my second year we won conference. I'm okay. We won conference. And then we were able to, you know, the expectation the next year was you know, every event, you know, in the top five, you know, mm-hmm. always be attention. You know, and then the next year, the expectation is, I should say the expectation is to win every event, you know, like, and it's just, just totally changed, you know, f- from year to year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we had guys in, you know, Joe Highsmith, Derek Hitchner, yeah. um, Dylan Minante, William Mao, uh, getting all these guys in, um, you know, great players. And, uh, you know, really, you know, the program started to turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and it's all those guys are kind of, you know, some of them are on the tail end of their college careers now at Pepperdine. And, uh, you know, it's just really interesting to, um, you know, just to kind of see – like I said, you know, year after year, it's like, it's like literally the years you were there, it was like, okay, you know, we're changing the culture. We're kind of, you know, really trying to reform the program. And then the way you ended up was, you know, the year you guys won nationals. Um, I mean, that's just, that's huge. You know, it's really crazy to think that, you know, in your five years there, the program is just a full turnaround. And that's the new, that's like the culture, the standard at Pepperdine now. Um, right. And, you know, a stat that I touched on, you know, you played in three national championships in, in your career there at Pepperdine. Um, just kind of talk about, you know, going and playing in a national championship and just is more specifically your first one and kind of what were the feelings like playing in a national championship? Yeah, my uh, so the first one was at uh, Rich Harvest Farms. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, I remember being very nervous. Uh, you know, I didn't, you know, uh, of course, you're not sure what to expect. And um, I think at that point in time, we kind of had like a five-man lineup. So we kind of knew where the lineup was mm-hmm. uh, as far as – so I think there wasn't a, really too much of an issue qualifying for that one. Gotcha. Uh, but coming in, there was there's definitely some nerves. I um, I think I opened up with a good round, and I was like – I think I was like third place after the first day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as a freshman, you start to you know, think, oh, gosh, you know, I could – you maybe do really do something here this week and uh yeah yeah it uh didn't play as well as the week went on but uh you know i I learned a lot it was a great experience it was um my recollection was there's 
you know, some holes there was galleries, 40, 50 people, you know, and for me, you know, that was, uh, you know, I hadn't seen that very often, um, if at all. So I'm like, this is pretty cool. And I, I, uh, I did have a memory, like on the, like the last hole, my first day, I think I made a 15 foot putt and there was actually a roar, you know, mm-hmm. like enough people to make a roar. I'm like, Oh, wow. Like, <laughs> this is awesome. You know? So but that was my first national championship. And then second one, um, second one, uh, was at Karsten Creek mm-hmm. was kind of interesting because, uh, our team had, we kind of gassed it at regionals mm-hmm. and I was part of it too. Like we, yeah, I think I bogeyed three of my last four holes and ended up finishing fifth. Mm-hmm. I, I was able to qualify for nationals that year as an individual, Gotcha. but the team didn't make it. So mm-hmm. yeah, just like a shot or two. So that was, that was kind of interesting going to, going to nationals as an individual and, um, it's good, but I mean, it's really the nationals. I think it's really kind of set up for a team event, you know, Absolutely. you know, and it's kind of, if you're an individual, it's obviously it's great, but you know, you want to be there with your team, you know, mm-hmm. it's, that's, that's where it's at. You know, you're competing with your boys. Yeah. And, uh, um, so that, that was kind of an interesting experience. And the, the last one I played was like the blessings. Mm-hmm. Um, brutal course. Of course it's just freaking hard. I mean, Carson hard too. Oh but, yeah. Uh, but you know, they're, they're both hard, but blessings. I, uh, that was a tough one. I think I fought hard, but, uh, yeah, that was, uh, you know, that was a week where you, you get done and you're, you know, you need a massage or something. You know, Absolutely. You need, you know, you're, you're physically and mentally exhausted. Oh yeah, exactly. We're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. Scrambling with Dolan Auto is sponsored by our friends over at Putt View Books. Putt View Books makes yardage and green books that are used by the best junior, college, amateur, and professional golfers in the world and are designed with the assistance of world-renowned golf coach Phil Kenyon and can be made for over 30,000 golf courses. The amount of precision that's put into each yardage and green book is impeccable and Cordy from Golf Science Lab says they're clear, simple, and very useful. If you want a yardage or green book, head over to their website at puttviewbooks.com and check them out on Instagram at puttviewbooks. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I, you know, to play in three, I was, it was a, you know, great experience. I, uh, I'm pretty, pretty proud to have accomplished that. Absolutely, man. And, you know, a huge congratulations on just your whole career at Pepperdine. Um, you know, when it, when the time came to kind of graduation and, you know, you're probably thinking, you know, okay, what am I going to do after graduation? And like I said, you know, you took that fifth year, obviously COVID year and everything like that, you know, did you think maybe at all before you decided to take on that fifth year, um, you know, did you think about turning pro early or, you know, what was the decision, you know, ultimately like, Hey, I'm going to go an extra year at Pepperdine. Right. I, I mean, I think that ran through my head, but I think the issue was with that COVID year was hard with, uh, you know, getting places to play. Right. Uh, I think I want to say there wasn't even Corn Ferry Q school that year. And then there's no uh, PJ tour Canada. Right. But coming out of school, it was like, it maybe outlaw tours going, I forget, but uh, I was looking like there wasn't, didn't seem like there was much of a place to, you know, many places to play. And so my hope was that, you know, I could, you know, Pepper and I would, you know, I'd be able to get a, you know, some scholarship money for my, my last year. And right, you know, right. we could make it work where I could come back. And so that was always my, what I wanted to do. And it, I was glad it worked out. Um, and then coming back, I, I uh, was able to win, 
win twice that fall coming back. So yeah, uh, I, I hadn't won in college yet to that point. So that I'm, I'm really glad that it uh, worked out. I could come back. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's great to, you know, spend another year with that team and just kind of, you know, develop your game. Cause like you said, I mean, professional golf circuit was, um, I mean, there was not a whole lot going on, so it was, it's just the right decision to just take that fifth year, um, you know, spend another year with your boys and stuff and, uh, you know, win a national championship, which is great. Um, but I mean, you, whenever it came time to graduation after your fifth year and it was time to take that professional golf route, um, you know, what was the plan? You know, was it like you were going to go, you know, go do mini tour stuff or you were going to go to Q school right away? I mean, what was kind of the plan with professional golf right after college? All right. So, um, I did Canadian or PJ tour Canada Q school. Uh-huh. Uh, I was hoping to get that, but didn't get status. So that was still during my fifth year. I did the Q school. Right. Um, so I didn't have status coming out. So my, my goal was to, uh, just try to Monday qualify. Gotcha. Ford uh, Ferry events and PJ tour events. I, I guess I, I, I didn't turn pro until mid June. Mm-hmm. I, I played a corn Ferry qualifier in Kansas, mm-hmm. um, and played pretty well there, but you know, didn't quite make it. And then, uh, the next, next week I went up to Maine mm-hmm. of all places. And, uh, <laughs> I was able to get, I know. Right. I never thought, but, uh, it was, <laughs> you know, it was really cool up there. It was beautiful. And of course, yeah. horses were really nice. And, uh, I was able to get, get in there, had it, had it played a good round. And, um, that was, that was an exciting, uh, feeling after cause I'm, you know, I'm coming off calling my dad, Hey, I can turn, I'm, I'm turning pro today. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I remember I signed my card and, you know, I, I drove down to the course where they're, they were hosting the event and I was checking in. They were pro, you know, so yeah, there it is that, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty cool experience. So, um, yeah, so that was my experience turning pro right after I was kind of waiting until that, you know, I got into an event before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I think I played, I might've played one amateur event still after I graduated. So I was still kind of waiting until I got in. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. And especially, um, you know, you actually got to play in the 2021 Fortinet championship. Um, yeah. just kind of talk about what that meant to, you know, playing a PGA tour event like that, you know, and to, to, to even to, you know, to get in and qualify for a tournament like that. Um, you know, just kind of talk about that process a little bit and what was it like playing in your first PGA tour event? Yeah. So, um, so I've done, you know, qualifiers throughout the summer mm-hmm. and, um, that, that Fortinet event, the qualifier, I remember I was, was, was a cold day starting out. I think I was, I was, I didn't play good starting out. I think it was like two over through eight. Gotcha. And, um, I made a couple bad, like mental mistakes and it was the type of day where it was kind of like, I think I three putted from maybe 15 or 20 feet on one hole. And like, you know, and there was like, you know, certain mistakes like that you can't really have. Yeah. Right. On a Monday qualifier, right. a Monday qualifier, you know? So, you know, of course your head's kind of going there and you're like, you know, well, maybe it's not my day, but, um, I remember some two or three, eight, and I remember stepping up on the ninth key, you know, I remember thinking my only goal is just, Hey, like just, you know, one shot at a time. Let's, let's just, you know, put the best swing on. You know, yeah. I, uh, I, I knew that if I played my very best, I still might have a shot. And I, I think I played the last 10 holes, eight under. All uh, right. There we go. Yeah. So I fit. Yeah. So uh, kind of got it going there. And even still I'm coming off the course, I was like, I, oh, you know, I finished at six under mm-hmm. and all these, some of these Monday qualifiers are, Oh, you know, they're insane. Six under, you're like, Oh, it's probably not good enough. But I was talking to some other guys and they're like, hey, you know, Hey, it was playing tough out there. You know, but I forget, but, uh, 
they're saying, Hey, you might have a chance, you know, I'm okay. So I'm going out to eat. Yeah. And, uh, go, I went to eat with, uh, Jason Allred uh-huh. uh, and who's a CGF guy. Yeah. And, uh, Mac frame CGF. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, so we're hanging out we're waiting for the food to come in. We see the scores coming in and, uh, and we're waiting for our food and I'm like, I got to get back. You're like, you like, know, I'm still in this thing, you know, yeah, like, there's, yeah. still, there's still a chance I could get in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Jason and Crane, they, I guess they, they said, they were, they were, okay, we'll take your food to go. And I ran back to the course and rolled a couple putts, I think. And I'm on the tee for a four for uh, two playoffs. Oh my gosh. Here we go. And, uh, okay so and i'm like I'm, I'm first to hit so i was kind of it was kind of a rush warm-up uh-huh yeah of course i'm first to hit so i'm like okay like you know like everyone's waiting for me to walk over to the tee and now i'm trying to take a deep breath and absolutely uh, i remember i hit a good first tee ball and i had like i forget maybe 105 yards in to the first hole the first playoff hole and i i took my 105 club and i think i hit it about 130 <laughs> just... uh, i i just the adrenaline was so high i, I don't even know yeah uh, and it ended up like it was a split green on that golf course uh-huh. so it ended up like on the green like like over the green was another green basically mm-hmm. so i'm like okay i'm gonna have to chip this thing i had to chip this thing off the green oh my, my gosh tour of it, and i'm like oh geez you know like <laughs> okay you know we've practiced this shot before but you know you're obviously the nerves were were there and i oh yeah hit a decent chip and it got me to like six feet ish maybe uh-huh lipped in the putt I'm like okay we're, we're still in all right we're good to go uh six holes later i got in so um six holes later he got in six holes later yeah so it was kind of a, i think it was a bit of a pillow fight there's a lot of pars and yeah you know, hang in there so yeah uh, but yeah so I, I remember that putt on the last the sixth play, uh, playoff hole uh-huh. Uh, I think I had like a 20 footer and I knew I could two putt to get in uh, at that point. And I, I remember I was never, you know, so focused on a putt in my life. I'm like, you know, you're telling me I got to get down in two from 20 feet. I'm in a PGA tour event, you know, I'm right. I locked in. So, uh, man, that was, it was a cool experience and, uh, it was good, you know, fairly early into my pro career to, you know, play in a PGA tour event. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's just amazing, dude. There's six holes in, especially, um, you know, that's just intense, man. But I mean, to even to get into a PGA Tour event Monday qualify like that, I mean, that is huge, man. Um, I mean, it's six hole playoff. Uh, I mean, you went away, had dinner, and we're like, okay, I'm still in this thing, man. Like, I mean, yeah. that is just awesome, man. That is yeah. just intense. Um, but I mean, what was it like playing your first PGA Tour event? You know, I mean, just, you know, you, you dream about that stuff, you know, you want to play on the PGA tour and that's something you're, you're, you're striving for. And, um, you know, what was it like playing in that event? You know, once you, you know, you earn that spot more than anybody else going through a six hole playoff, man. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it was, it was, uh, it was everything I thought it was going to be in a little bit more. So I would put it that way, you know, it was, gotcha. it was good and if not better than I expected. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, I think just even going to the range and one of the days I'm warming up and hitting next to Phil Mickelson, you know, and it's like, that's a guy that, you know, he, Phil Mickelson was always kind of my idol growing up. So yeah, lefties. Yeah. Being able to hit next to him and 
you know, you're trying to hit them straight, you know, and you know, look like you know what you're doing. So, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, uh, just, just a really cool experience to be out there. And, um, you know, I remember the first tee shot, I was so amped up. Like I was so excited, just, you know, I wanted to get after it and just, you know, just make that first birdie. And I think the first hole, there was like, it was like 315 or 318 through the mm-hmm. fairway, hit my three wood and blew it right through the fairway. I hit it. Just smoked it. That was just, you know, the adrenaline was so high. Oh my gosh. Wow. Uh, it kind of had to learn through the, you know, I missed the cut, but I had to learn, you know, Hey, you got to settle down a little bit and mm-hmm. rhythm and, you know, it's, you're just playing golf. You know, it's, I know how to play golf. So exactly. That's it, man. That's it. Um, but yeah, I know. I, I mean, I had to bring that up, man. Cause it's just like, that is just, I mean, like I said, that's what, you know, all, that's what we all dream of, you know, playing on tour and stuff. And, uh, you know, to be able to do that, you know, I'm sure that's something that you'll never forget. And like you said, you know, you had a great takeaways from that tournament, you know, to play through the adrenaline and stuff like that. Um, you know, that's huge, huge stuff, man. Um, <laughs> Yeah, really, you know, it's really cool. I just, I love hearing those kind of stories, especially the, you know, the Monday qualifier. I mean, those are intense. Those are serious stuff. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. you have to kind of, I think you almost have to like enjoy it in a weird way where you're, you kind of like the grind of it, you know? You gotta, oh yeah. You gotta, you gotta enjoy that. Uh, you know, it's not going to be easy. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, now that, you know, you're still playing professional golf, you know, like I said, met you at the Bakersfield Open. Um, you know, I'm just really curious, you know, what, what does your schedule kind of look like, you know, for the next coming months, you know, where, what are some goals? Do you know, do you set goals for yourself? I mean, what, you know, what are your plans, you know, for the next and maybe remainder of the year for professional golf? Right. So I'm, I'm playing in a corn ferry qualifier, uh, in Huntsville, Alabama. Okay. Uh, next Monday. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing the SoCal Open, um, like May 10th, and then I'm doing U.S. Open Fall. So that's kind of the next uh, few things that have coming up. And then I'm going to do a couple more Corn Ferry uh, Monday cues in in June. Gotcha. So, yes, yeah, so my my goal is to for for, for the summer would be to, to get into uh, either a Corn Ferry or PGA and um, and you know, for, for corn Ferry, you finish uh, top 25, you keep going. So gotcha, gotcha. Um, where I'm at right now, um, you know, that, that's, that's kind of what I need to shoot for. Hey, you know, get in and then finish top five and be able to put, you know, kind of you know, stack events. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, and then coming into the fall, you know, I want to, I got a secure status on the, on the corn Ferry tour. So that, that's kind of my, my goal for, for the years, you know, get, getting that status. Absolutely, man. You know, and I wish you nothing but the best in that. I'm really excited to see how, you know, you could just progress not only through, you know, just these next few weeks and the rest of this year, but just kind of, you know, where professional golf takes you. Cause I mean, there's so many different ways to get to the PGA tour. Like, you know, we saw from Sahith, I mean, he played all over the place, man. So, um, you know, I wish you nothing but the best in your professional career, man. Really excited to see how you go. Thank you, Bill. Absolutely, man. Um, so we're heading to the next section of the show. Uh, just like to call the ham and egg section. Um, you know, just some for fun questions here, just kind of get you to, you know, get to know you a little bit more. Um, you know, we talked about your career at Pepperdine and, you know, everything that just came along with being a golfer at Pepperdine is, you know, that from, I mean, the gear you guys get to, you know, the players you guys have on your team and just everything that comes along with being a golfer at Pepperdine. Um, you know, is there a resource that you can remember back to when you were at, you know, Pepperdine and playing there that you just, you know, that you absolutely loved and maybe, you know, something that you wish you had still? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's a tough, because I, I think I could think of a couple of things. I love being just on the team and just competing with the guys. My, my fifth year, we had 10 guys and it was super competitive. And I, I, I love that, you know, where you showed up and, you know, every day, you know, every minute in practice was, you had to be well, you know, super well spent. Um, and, uh, you know, it always, you know, in qualifying, it always came down to a shot, you know, and it, you know, it was always, you know, um, I, I want to say maybe to, to qualify for an event, it was, you play four days, you know, decently tough course, you know, you had to shoot eight or nine under probably to qualify. Right. Right. And so, I mean, every shot was, was critical, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I, and I love being part of that where everything was, uh, there's so much competition and seems so important. To, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it meant something even in qualifying. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's, uh, we won the national championship at the end of the year. And I, I, uh, I've always thought that a big part of the reason we won it was because, Hey, we were playing, we were playing match play all year long. You know, yeah. that we were grinding out, you know, you're grinding out to the grounds <laughs> to the all year long. So you get in the match play at the end and you know, that pressure, I think I'd like to say that you know, everyone was, was prepared for it. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And it's great to have, because I mean, and being able to recreate, you know, maybe those moments too, even maybe you're in qualifying that are kind of, you know, maybe you felt some pressure even in qualifying when you're, you know, playing against your teammates and stuff like that. I mean, that's, you know, that's really cool stuff. And I'm glad yeah, that, I, glad that yeah. you're able to have that. Yeah. I, I think I used to get more nervous for the qualifying than I would for the, for the tournaments. So gotcha. Yeah. And uh, I've heard that from other, other people on the podcast too. Yeah. 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 yeah it's so just, I, guess, I guess that's a good, good model, right? You want to, you want to go hard and practice so the you know the game seems easy you know i've heard exactly. that a lot of people and i think that's the truth absolutely not even for golf i mean just for every sport it seems like yeah yeah uh, and then i will ask your, your your question though i thought so that was a great resource having just you know 10 great guys that compete with and um also just you know the guys around the program you know coach beard and blaine woodruff yeah coach beard his dad frank beard okay uh, was the leading money winner on tour one year yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe back in the '60s, he was a great resource to us. We uh, at one of the clubs we played at North Ranch. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris Harrison was always out there cheering us on. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and Charlie Johnson was uh, another member who was helped put on our our tournament. So yeah, uh, just some you know some really influential people around the program. Um, you know, cheering you on and trying to help you in whatever way they could. Uh, that was pretty special as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And that event is so cool. Um, you know, I went out there and did, you know, made an Instagram and everything for the team at the, you know, that, you know, this last year and, uh, North ranch is just an amazing golf course. And especially just, I mean, like you said, I mean, Chris Harrison being a member there, I mean, nobody has Chris Harrison cheering them on. I mean, that's just, that's awesome. That is so awesome. So surreal. It's really, really cool that, and he would come out and you know, and I think he was helping me look for a ball on one hole and, you know, he wasn't afraid to get dirty, you know, so, just, <laughs> you know, speak to you know, those guys, but yeah, that was pretty, pretty phenomenal to have that. That's awesome, man. That is so awesome. Um, yeah. I just, I love hearing about just, cause there's so much that comes on with the golf for Pepperdine. So uh, that's great though. That's great, man. Um, next question I got for here is, um, you know, you felt, you know, you've definitely felt some adrenaline and you've definitely maybe felt some nerves playing in national championships and, you know, a lot of tournaments over the, your career. Um, is there a moment that you can really pinpoint maybe a round or a tournament or a shot where you were really feeling the pressure? 
Yeah, um, I got two for you. So I know okay, uh, yeah, yeah. my freshman year, first tee at the state championship. Okay. Um, of uh, of uh, state championship CIF high school golf. Uh-huh, yeah. And, um, I, uh, I, I remember being like kind of numb from the chest down, like just getting up there and just so, you know, just so nervous. Uh, I think I, you know, squeaked out a par on the first hole. So that, uh-huh. that, that, that was one in high school, my freshman year. And then the other moment was I played in a corn fairy event. My, Oh before, yeah. Right before my freshman year at Pepperdine. Right. And, um, I remember like, you know, I, I was, well, so I was playing with two, you know, two other, uh, two, two other guys that were, you know, much more notable than I was. Yeah. And, I get you. Uh, yeah. And, but you know, they, you know, they have their name announced and, you know, there isn't much cheering and I have all my buddies out there and friends and they announced my name and I'm feeling pretty confident, you know, and everyone's, but everyone cheers mm-hmm. all of a sudden I'm like, Oh crap. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm nervous now. And I remember I, I took it back and, uh, was that the, the term was at Stonebray in yeah. Hayward. Yeah. And, uh, the, the hole I was teeing off of, um, the first hole was, uh, it was like a, a straight drop. So you're, you're teeing off and it's probably felt like a hundred foot drop or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I get you. It's a little windy. I take the club back and, you know, I just lose, lose all feel. And I think I blocked it way left, uh-huh. uh, you know, uh, way into the, the hay. And these guys helped me look for it. I think I found the ball like maybe 255 into the three minute search. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that was another, that was another, you know, nerve wracking moment just where I couldn't, couldn't feel, couldn't really feel my, my, my lower body. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, it's just crazy what, you know, adrenaline and what pressure can bring to you. I mean, on the golf course. Um, but yeah, you know, I, um, you, the LMA classic, I remember when, you know, I was looking at my stats and, you know, I saw that you played in that event. Um, you know, that's, that's another huge thing. And that's so funny though. You I mean, off the first tee, all your buddies are cheering, you know, and you're like, like you said, you were feeling good. And then it was like, okay. Like the nerves hit you. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. I- I kind of rebounded after that first hole, but, uh, no, that was, I think I've gotten better at handling pressure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta, you gotta go through it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, you're probably going to be feeling nervous whenever you're playing professional golf too. I mean, there might be a situation where you got to make some money or, you know, you, this putt could get you a status and you're like feeling nerves and you kind of been like, or maybe you're on a tee shot or, or you got a 105 yard wedge shot that, you know, might go 130, maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, you learn how you're, you know, how you handle those situations and how your body reacts when you try to try to you know, just learn from it and be better next time. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, next one I got for you here is, you know, you were a junior golfer once and there's a lot of junior golfers that, you know, might, you know, want to go play at Pepperdine and stuff, or they want to go play at, you know, powerhouse schools. Um, you know, do you have any advice for, you know, junior golfers out there that are maybe, um, you know, trying to figure out which tournaments they want to play in, or is there something about the recruiting process that, you know, that maybe you think junior golfers should focus on? Yeah. Um, I would just say just play as many tournaments as you can. Yeah. I think, you know, just getting comfortable, you know, under pressure, you know, getting comfortable playing different courses, mm-hmm. you know, be competing. Um, yeah, I, I would, I would just say play, play as many tournaments as you can. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, I, 
if you play good enough, the coaches are going to come to you. So absolutely. Uh, I wish there was an easier, you know, piece of advice that, that, you know, get coaches to look at you, but you know, I think you're, you know, the play would just speak for itself. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, uh, and it's tough to give, you know, like a, a, a key thing because there's so much that you can do to get noticed by schools. But you know, I'm glad that you brought up, you know, playing in tournaments, definitely, because I'm sure there's people that, you know, maybe spend more time on the range than they should. And, um, you know, I mean, that's great to, you know, spend time on the range, but, um, you know, everybody's great on the range, you know, <laughs> and uh, getting a tournament, you know, and feeling that kind of pressure and, you know, maybe just, um, you know, that's what college golf is about. It's about playing the tournaments. Um, so you know, that's great advice. I'm glad that you brought that up. And it seems that, you know, you did that kind of in your junior career. So, um, you know, you've been there, done that, which is great yeah. to you know, get yeah. some advice. Yeah. I think that. Hey everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of scrambling with Dylan auto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.